What is going on, everyone? So, I want to thank everybody uh, that's jumping on. Just wanted to come on and um, talk about the playoffs. Uh, just a wild card round. Um, and then next week, what we'll do is we'll come back and we'll um, we'll talk more about the um, divisional round stuff. So, um, yeah, man, uh, definitely excited about this. Um, just something else that we're trying differently um, here from from the sideline uh, podcast. Um, so, once again, uh, we thank you guys for tuning in with us and. Let's um let's get into this, man. Let's 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 go ahead and let's get into this. So let's talk about the playoff round. Um, you know, I had an opportunity to talk with the guys, and um we got some information for you guys, just pretty much how we feel about the playoffs, how we how we believe um it's gonna shape out as well for uh everybody. So um we're gonna start in the NFC East. Um, and we'll start with that four or five matchup. Now, a lot of people that look at football and look at playoff seedings, um, when it comes to four or five matchups, those are toss-up games, meaning you have a playoff team, two playoff teams that could easily be in the top three. Um, now, the difference is that number four seed is a team that won a division, and they automatically get the home game. Um, so when you look at a team like Philadelphia, um, although, you know, they've had a slow, slow um, finish to the season, you know, the start of the season was very strong. They went through some heavy hitters, uh, you know, with Buffalo, uh, you know, played San Francisco, lost that tough game. They beat Dallas. Uh, you know, they beat a lot of quality football teams early in the season. Um, then they got hit by the injury bug a little bit um, coming down the stretch there. And personally, I believe that, you know, in this matchup, a lot of people are saying it's a toss-up. And, and that being said, you know, you look at Tampa Bay um, with Baker Mayfield there, you know, he's had the ability to rally that team and, and bring them back to the playoffs. So, I think that game is going to be a very good one, and it's going to be based on what the defense do. I believe both offenses have the ability to score. Tampa Bay is going to utilize the play clock a lot, um, and they'll run it down to about four or five um, with a lot of audible and and doing different things um, on the offensive side of football. Um, Philadelphia, you know, not sure what they're going to look like defensively. And I believe that if they can get back to what they did earlier in the season with the ability to get to the quarterback and blitzing with various different schemes, I believe that this game can easily go in Philadelphia's way by two scores. Now, offensively, we don't know how it's going to look for Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts with the finger, uh, A.J. Brown with the knee, Devontae Smith with the ankle. So there's a lot of different things there. But overall, I believe Philadelphia is the better football team. Um, you know, the, the 
group, we believe Philadelphia is the better football team. Baker Mayfield is also not 100%. Not sure what that injury is entailing for him. But I believe Philadelphia wins this game. I'll give you my prediction, 24-17. Philadelphia pulls it out. So that will send Philadelphia on to play San Francisco out in San Francisco in the divisional round. Um, Next to the 3-6 matchup, Detroit and the Rams. This is an interesting matchup. You have both quarterbacks who played for both uh, organizations who was traded for each other. Um, One quarterback led his team to the Super Bowl and they did not win. They traded him. For the quarterback that's there now and who ended up guiding that team to the Super Bowl a couple years later. So it's a homecoming for Matt Stafford, who was drafted by Detroit. And now Jared Goff's going back to L.A., who he was drafted from uh, by. So I think this matchup's going to be very intriguing. But Los Angeles is playing really, 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 really well down the stretch. Offensively, they are just clicking on all cylinders. And the dynamic duo of Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua are that's just it's very hard to defend that that offense. And they do a very good job with a lot of play action and zone play action schemes. Sean McVay, in my eyes, is one of the smartest young offensive minds in in the game of football. And you know, a healthy Matt Stafford, they are a dangerous football team. So Detroit, on the other hand, you know, with Jared Goff. And you got um, Amaran St. Brown. You got their talented running back uh, group. You know, they have two guys that are just dynamic in the backfield. Um, You know, so, again, this is another one that's going to be very interesting just on the notion of how Detroit's going to play. They're home, so they're going to have that energy with them. They're going to have the fans with them. So, again, it's going to be very interesting to see how that all works out in the end. I believe uh, the Rams pull the upset here going into Detroit solely because the Rams are just playing very well right now. So, I had the Rams uh, beating Detroit. Then we had a 2-7 matchup, Dallas and Green Bay. Everybody knows nine years ago to, you know, at this point, it was the Des caught it. Mike McCarthy was the head coach of Green Bay. Tony Romo, quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. Devontae Adams was actually a rookie that year. So this game actually came down to that last play. And based on today's rules, it's actually a catch. And you know, but again, during that time, you know, it was actually ruled incomplete. So this game here is going to be an interesting one. Uh, Green Bay's been playing really well down the stretch. Jordan Love put together an impressive, impressive first year as a four-year starter and a very, very, very complicated offense. So this matchup for Green Bay is going to be Interesting to see how they handle the pass rush from Dallas. Um, we know Dallas has a very good front four. And I think the biggest adjustment that's going to 
make a difference for Dallas is going to be, can they, will they be willing to blitz Jordan Love? Jordan Love gets the football out very quickly. That's just how their offense is designed. And it, very rarely does he drop back and have to sit there and read the field. He's normally one read, two reads, balls out, to, or is down to his check down. So the defense, I think Dan Quinn has to do something a little different in order for Dallas to be really successful and get Jordan Love out of his comfort zone more than anything. Um, offensively for Dallas, uh, they are just – they're rolling. And the combo of, of Dak Prescott to C.D. Lamb right now is dynamic. And Mike McCarthy does a great job of moving C.D. Lamb around and getting the football in different uh, areas of the field, whether he's in the slot, whether he's outside, whether he's outside motion into the backfield for a handoff. He does a lot of good things to get him the football. So with Dallas being home, uh, they have the number one uh, scoring offense in, in the NFL right now. Green Bay's defense is ranked somewhere around 17th, 18th. I, I think Dallas pulls this out by 10. So I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 34-24 as the final. So that's going to be an interesting matchup. So in the NFC, we're going to have Philadelphia pulling it out, the Rams pulling it out, and Dallas pulling it out. Um, now, one of the notes um, Coach Langhorns has is he says, Green Bay and Jordan Love, they would love to see the upset here in Dallas. Um, and they believe that Dak returns to being turnover Dak. I don't believe that solely because Dak has done a great job of taking care of the football all year. Now, has there been times this year where he's tried to force the football in, in precarious situations? Absolutely. But overall, he's done a very, very, very good job of taking care of the football. So I think um, offensively, Dak will be fine. So it's definitely going to help Dallas pull that one out. Um, now to the AFC matchup, as you can see, Baltimore is the number one seed. To me, they're the best football team in the NFL right now. Um, but let's talk about this 4-5 matchup, Cleveland and Houston. You have Joe Flacco. Going back to Houston. <laughs> Played there. Um, I believe it was just for one year, but um, Joe Flacco has just played phenomenal. Uh, down the stretch here for, for Cleveland and done a very good job of helping them get back to the playoffs. Houston, let's talk about D'Amico Ryans and what he's done with the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud. Um, if, if there's one thing I could say, you know, C.J. Stroud's put together a, a, an excellent year. I know a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, Carolina should have taken him. And I agree. I do agree. The only downfall is I'm afraid that if Carolina would have taken him, would C.J. Stroud have had the same success with the coaching staff that Carolina had as opposed to the coaching staff he has in Houston? And, <clears throat> excuse me, we don't know that for sure. But, you know, look what he's done. He's got them a divisional crown. They're the four seed. They're home. And they're taking on a very hot Cleveland team right now. 
And defensively, Cleveland has one of the best defenses in football. I believe Cleveland's going to pull this one out, and they're going to do a lot of different things to confuse the young C.J. Stroud in that matchup. And it's going to help Cleveland move on to play Baltimore in that in that divisional round. The next matchup, Kansas City, Miami. And we all know the temperature is the biggest part of the game. The ticket sales right now is like 40 bucks to go to this game. Um, they said before kickoff, temperature is going to be somewhere around one degrees. By the second quarter, the wind chill is going to carry it to about almost negative 30. I will say this. I am all for football being played in all types of conditions. But when it comes to conditions like this weather, I am not a fan of that. I'm not a cold person. I don't like being cold. I'm not saying football shouldn't be played in the cold because it definitely should. But anything lower than really 12 degrees, I, I just don't feel is is ideal. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, as a football former football player myself, as a high school coach, yes, when you're out there playing and you're running around, you got all that equipment on, your body tends to warm up. But it's also at that point while you're running around and you're playing. Because once you come to the sideline, a whole different story. You're not moving anymore. Um, but I think in this game, Miami just doesn't play well in the cold. They're, you know, they're Southern Florida team for a reason. Uh, and I think the field conditions in Kansas City is what's going to slow Miami down more than anything. I'm going Kansas City here. Uh, to pull this one out in a very, very tight game, 17 to 14. And I could be pushing that score a little bit. I don't think the game's going to go that high um, solely because of the conditions. Miami does have a very good run game as well as Kansas City, but I think Kansas City pulls this one out and in a very close 17-14 game at the end. Um, Coach Lang believes that Miami pulls the upset going into, you know, the frigid cold. Uh, I, I I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think it can go both ways. And at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a very good matchup because it's a 3-6 matchup with those two teams. Uh, the last one here in the wild card round, you got Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Now, everybody's talking about Kansas City, Miami. But what people are not talking about is the fact that there's almost three, two feet of snow in Buffalo right now, as well as during game times, they're talking about possibly 65-mile-an-hour winds. So you're talking about a game where Buffalo wants to throw the football. You know, Josh Allen likes to drop back, let it fly. They want to throw the ball. Now, that doesn't minimize the fact that they have a very good run game because they have a dynamic run game. And as well as Pittsburgh. So I think this game is going to be one on the ground. And I think it's going to be a tight one where Buffalo pulls it out six to three. Um, the game's going to be one on the legs of the kickers and their cold feet. <laughs> but overall, I think that game is going to be very tight solely because you have Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is, is one of the best coaches in football. And as many know, Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season in 17 seasons as head coach. So 
you know, that game's going to be tight. And I, I do believe Buffalo pulls it out six to three, somewhere around there. Um, and again, it's because of the conditions. So as you can see, um, here's, you know, our wild card round predictions, mostly mine. Um, like I said, Coach Langs, um, he's got Miami. Uh, he's got Cleveland, he's got Green Bay, and that's coming from an Eagles fan who just doesn't want to really praise the Cowboys, but, you know, it's all respect. And he actually has the, the Rams in Philadelphia. So it's going to be, you know, a very, very interesting um, weekend of football. I'm looking forward to it. And playoff football is here. It's here. It's it's finally here, and, you know, I'm excited to see it. Uh, we're going to be winding down to the football season and be stuck for about four or five months without any football. So, but let's cherish it while we can. And, you know, I want to thank everybody for tuning in for this episode of, you know, from the Zotline Podcast where we're live here on Facebook, live here on Instagram. <coughs> Um, we're talking about the wild card round. So, completion of the wild card round. Um, stay tuned for next week um, live stream where we'll get into the divisional round. So, all the winners from um, the first wild card rounds will match those up, and you know we'll give you more insight as to you know who we feel would will come out of those games, and we'll have more stats. Uh, I'm a stats guy, so you know we'll 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 come with some more things, some analytics, and talk some different schemes, um, and be on the lookout. You know, there's a possibility that might have one or two high school football coaches on, get their perspective as well, and we are looking forward to it. So once again, uh, thank you guys for you know tuning in today, and. We will see you next week. Have a good night.